Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Are you looking to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Look no further. For only $4.99 a month, you can access my exclusive podcast membership where I share all the insider tips and tricks I've learned from producing a daily podcast for over 223 days. With my membership, you will access a wealth of information from everything from content creation to equipment selection, and you will get a behind-the-scenes look at what goes into making a successful podcast. And that's not all. As a member, you will also get 25% off my guide on how to build a podcast. This will take you through the process of creating a podcast from scratch and how to hit that goal so many podcasters struggle with of getting 10 episodes. Plus, I will bring on special guests to talk about content creation and other related podcast topics so you can learn and grow your skills. Don't let the challenge of creating a podcast hold you back. Sign up for my podcast membership today and start creating content that you're proud of. I think by far this story definitely is up there. For one that is malicious, took so much premeditation, and essentially is probably on the basis of narcissist, psychotic, all of the above. Within this episode, we are going to get into the gruesome story of a YouTuber by the name of Stephen McCuller. Stephen McCuller was 32 years old, known for his YouTube channel and his YouTube name, Vote Saxon 07. Now, he was known for kind of doing these videos where he would do a live stream with ha- playing video games. He would do tutorials, overview of of um, toys. He would talk about all types of toys, Star Wars, things like that. And this is kind of what he was known for. Well, on the night of December 18, 2022, Stephen would put forth or Stefan would put forth a live stream where he was potentially using it for an alibi in order to kill his girlfriend at the time, who was also carrying his baby. I can't believe it. It sounds crazy saying it. But within this episode, we are going to go over this gruesome case, the strategic details, as well as understanding the potential motive as why this happened. So let's get into it. So in doing a little bit of research on this, this kind of popped up, and it's a really interesting case, you know, from a strategic standpoint. Um, I don't think we've ever had a situation where um, doing a live stream on YouTube was an alibi for, for maybe getting away with murder. Now, when we take two steps back, it's really important to understand that this um, live stream was really interesting, and there was potentially Easter eggs planted within this live stream that was taking place on December 18th that indicated that there was potentially premeditation for murder. Now, when you, I think this live stream is really the focal point of this case, and I'll get into more of that as the episode goes on, but what's really important to understand about it is there's aspects of the live stream that are very, very incriminating, and I don't know if this gentleman thought he was really smart if he didn't care, if we're so premeditated, but this is the name of the live stream. It's called The Violent Night 
Christmas live game stream, streaming goodies. That is it. Now, I'm going to go ahead and kind of play you some of the eerie recordings of the, the, the live stream. It's six hours. I watched some parts of it that indicated potentially incriminating information. So let's get into it. So just to kind of describe the live stream, this is the music that's playing before you get in there. And whenever you look on it, this goes for a while. It has a logo that just says live stream starting soon. So this is kind of the music playing, giving the intro into it. So just to describe the backdrop backdrop of the live stream is you have Stefan projecting his, his video gaming for six hours where he's playing G, GTF or GTF, G, or Grand Theft Auto, GTA, and it says Merry Christmas. It's a picture of him with a Christmas hat. He has a beard, and he's playing this game, and he's just talking for hours about it. Now, whenever you look at some interesting points about it, there's a live chat going on, but maybe within the live chat, there's probably only, I would say, no more than 25 comments, but consistently without this live stream, he doesn't refer or speak to people within this chat. And that's really what gives um, holes within his alibi, which I'll talk about more, talk about more as the episode happens. So I'm gonna go ahead and play a few recordings of this so you guys can kind of understand what it was. I need to kill this bitch. I need to take her down. Cause I won't pass the mission if I don't get this bitch to die. So you kind of hear him singing, and I guess if anyone's playing Grand Theft Auto consistently, that's not kind of strange, but it gets even stranger. I mean, listening to hear him say that and watching this video is so eerie, and I can't put my finger on it. So that's what would happen in the real world. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. So that is the next very eerie comment from this six-hour YouTube live stream. He's saying, I don't know if you caught it, and I'll play it again. He's saying, absolutely, Natalie. All right? Because he's talking about how in the context you can kill somebody, and probably in the real world, you'll get away with it. Now, I'm going to get into it a little bit more, why that's relevant. So, Right now, I'm going to go ahead and break down what investigators are saying happened on December 18th. Let's go. So on December 18th, um, what happened, just so we can we can go through the scenario and the alibi, is what you heard is Stefan was playing this game Stephen, for six hours, and then he went to bed, and that's it. Well, presumably within those six hours, his girlfriend, who he's dating at the time, was stabbed over 18 times. A very brutal murder. And as a result of it, Stefan is the actual one that called in and said that he found the body. And that's where investigators really started to determine if he was the killer. Or if he had something to do with this crime. And they investigated him. And they determined as a result of this live stream, he had an alibi. alibi. And the alibi was kind of, it was it was bulletproof because he's saying he the live stream. Well, some things with the officials, like things just didn't sit right within this case, and they were a little bit concerned, so they did a deep dive on them. So what they started to do is investigate the live stream. So the live stream is the biggest clue because it's, it's, it's the alibi. So if you can, you can cook the alibi, you can determine what's happening. Well, they looked through the alibi, 
and there was just something off within it. Like I said, I mean, you're listening to him talking, and he says a lot of this stuff, and he's singing to himself, and when you're looking through the video, he is not interacting at all with the people chatting with him, which in a live stream is the whole point, so he just continuously talks the whole time, and he's not ever really interacting with them, and he makes comments, and he's talking about, oh, it's live, I'm drinking, I'm playing, anything like that. Well, come to find out, um, the investigators, what they did within um, Ireland is they sent it off to a cyber investigation team. Now, the reason why they did that is the original investigators determined that you can actually pre-record live streaming on YouTube videos. So you can take a video, upload it, and say that it's live um, and interact with your chats and do stuff like that or whatever. So this really what sparked their interest. So as they took this live stream and they put it into the database system, or I'm sorry, they, they investigated it with the cybersecurity team, the cybersecurity team, in fact, determined that this was a pre-recorded video, not a live stream. Come to find out, it was actually recorded December 14th through the time period of December 16th. But why? Well, what happened is, is whenever they asked Stefan what happened, he said, yes, in fact, it was pre-recorded, but I had nothing to do with the murder, and I went home and got drunk and fell asleep. That's what he's saying he did instead, kind of covering up whatever this main alibi was. And if you're watching the live, he makes constant references to it being live, almost acting like he's talking to the people. Hey, are you still there? Well, investigators did a deep dive on him, and they determined, in fact, that somebody who looked like him, okay, using CCTV, looked like him, hopped on a bus headed towards, headed to his girlfriend of 15 weeks' wife, Natalie. So if you can think about the video I played you in the audio, he's like, absolutely nothing. And then he went and said, Natalie, talking about getting away with murder. Okay, he says that within the actual video, you know, which to me is crazy. So within this video, you have this, you have that happening, but during this time period, you have them going in a, in a bus towards Natalie's part of town. Now, whenever they're looking at the video footage, cops determine that he's, someone is wearing two gloves, one of them black, one of them yellow. That yellow glove has some type of residue, okay, that was actually found at Natalie's crime scene. So they think those gloves are timed together. Then they actually have Stefan coming back within that time period and footage of him. And they've also spoke with the taxi driver about him coming back home within that same period of December 18th from that area. So you have two points matching up that indicates it, and you also have an eyewitness. Well, there's still kind of information that indicates, you know, from here, like this is a part of the investigation, and it happened relatively quickly. So... December 18th, you have this of 2022, and around January, you have an arrest of him, and he's put in jail. So they took this information, and they determined, in fact, that he is the lead suspect. Now, where it gets even crazier, more bold than just strange, is within his live stream video, he actually breaks for a moment, posts up a video of James Bond, Time to Die, within this live stream so he changes it he posts it for maybe two to three minutes and he goes back to his live stream now 
they're saying that this was kind of like something where he's doing an homage or indicating what's going on and you see the strange rhetoric now i'm going to play that comment play that comment and what i just played for you and you tell me it doesn't sound like natalie hmm, absolutely so once again you hear that and once you hear it now because if you watch the video and understand the context of it he's talking about getting away with murder and he's calling out the woman who in that moment he's potentially killing now the question is why what is the motive what is going on and why would anybody have so much premeditation i mean to do a live to do the footage to do the comments to do all these things and he honestly thought he was going to get away with it um so the way that the court the, the case is kind of indicating or the intent is really put back on mccullen because what had happened is they're saying that he went through a WhatsApp message and found that his girlfriend was in fact communicating a lot with her ex-boyfriend. And this drove him so psychotic that he would end up stabbing his girlfriend 18 times. Now the kicker in all of this is in fact she was pregnant with his son. And he ended up unfortunately killing his he ended up killing his girlfriend and pre-birth pre-myrtle, pre-myrtle, pre-born son in a very vicious, very, very brutal, very, very calculated way as a result because she was talking to her ex-boyfriend and it drove him over the edge. And from there, within three months, he's put in jail right now and more than likely is the killer through all the information of the YouTube video, the live footage of what he's saying and kind of the premeditation and the clues within the YouTube video. For me, it's a very, very strange case. Well, I looked into it a little bit more because it's like, you know, what's so crazy about true crime is, number one, it's not my favorite topic, but for whatever reason, it, it lights up the internet. I mean, it lights up my podcast. You guys will continuously listen to it, and, and I do enjoy it for the most part, but... I think it's the investigation and the research side of it for me is what's the most interesting. So whenever I'm looking into this case, sometimes I'll just look at people's Instagram feeds, see what they're talking about. So the murder happened on December 18th. On December 19th, he posted on his Twitter about a lightsaber toy. This is the worst idea toy. Nope. Hyperbolic, not even a question. Okay, so for some there, he's posting about a toy. Then... On the last day of the year, this is his tweet. 2022 was the worst year of my life. You will never know the levels of suffering, loss, and cruelty I was subjected to. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, and I'm not okay. But I don't think I will ever fully be myself again. I've lost too much. I mean, is that not the weirdest thing to post on Twitter after you presumably have killed your wife? and pre-born son and just a side note they ended up naming the son dean that's what his parents named because that was the name natalie wanted to give her but analyzing that tweet and looking over the information to me it really sounds like this guy was a narcissist because he's saying you'll never know what i've gone through you'll never know my pain i'm like dude like you literally like, did probably one of the worst things you could ever do to somebody just because you got a little bit 
insecure about the conversations and opposed to having a conversation with this woman, this is what you did. In my opinion, I just, when things like this happen, it's just really hard for me to believe it and I don't always understand it. But it's truly crazy how people can just like switch like this and just be so delusional and have this happen. Um, I think the moral of the story is like be really careful who you date and vet them very properly and create strong communication. Thank you for listening.